When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Thanks for coming through, bro. No worries. I'm excited to be here. I'm a big fan. As much as I'm your friend, I, I watch all the podcast episodes. And If y'all don't know, this guy, he's one of the original creators in my area. Thank you. Like dead ass. <laughs> this guy, he literally put on kind of for like the local creators. No one really did anything until you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'd like to like at least take it back for a second and say that the person who inspired me was Aiden Smith. You ever seen Neurotic Gomi? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like the original, original. Word. Aiden, like since, I don't even know, 2010, this guy's always the first one on everything. Mm-hmm. Any Any trend that comes up, he's been on it. For years Word, before. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, when I used to hang out with him, he was like just starting his clothing mm-hmm. with the vinyl printing and whatnot. Yeah, that's and what it is. Like, so there's always yeah. someone that inspires another. No, right? for sure. But he's like the original of the original. So yeah, I can't okay, even okay. Take credit for it. Like, I guess, I guess, yeah. I gave out some sauce, of mm-hmm. course, but um, like I got it all from him at the end of the day. Yeah. Like he taught me how to do what I do. And mm-hmm. yeah, without him, there's a lot of people I could credit for that. Not for sure, for sure. Because it always goes, it's like a chain, man. It's, nah. it's like a chain reaction. Like one person does something, yeah. another pe- person sees what they did not for sure and it just so happens like the network right because yeah. i'm more friends with you than i didn't know him right yeah so it just so happens like you inspired me i inspire someone else and they inspire yeah it comes it first comes back yeah because if you're doing well i'm doing well in a sense and mm-hmm. vice versa like if someone starts popping in your circle mm-hmm. you're gonna hope that uh, that they take them that they take you with them but um yeah, yeah. so talk about talk about the clothing brand bro like a lot of people want to start a clothing brand but not a lot of people know kind of like what direction they want to go into and they don't know like how exactly they want to proceed yeah. you know what I mean well um i think rule of thumb like off rip you gotta actually have a passion for it yeah that's fact a lot of people that go into it expecting like oh riches off off the start and um like girls they want attention for it I like when i when i started the brand i genuinely wanted to do something with clothing mm-hmm. i started originally just by printing for other people mm-hmm. but um i'll tell you the, the story of jet lag the origin so uh, let's hear. <laughs> um, as i said before aiden taught me how to do everything yeah and i was printing for people at the time 
and it was around whenever university applications go out, right? Mm-hmm. And I decided to take a gap year because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not really a school person. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to go back eventually. I think I'm going back for graphic design. But that mm-hmm. aside, I wanted to have like my own merch. Everyone's going off to school, getting their like Queens hoodies, yeah, yeah, yeah. hoodies, and I had nothing to rock. You know? Oh, that's so true. I, I'm yeah, not yeah. going anywhere. So I wanted like that sense of belonging. Yeah, because Jet's first piece was a jet lag university yeah. hoodie. It jet said lag jet lag university. Yeah, and. So so it kind of like it was a joke between me and I think Aiden was there when I made it. Mm-hmm. Well, it took me four days to design it. Yeah. It's a shitty design. Super basic. But like until I was really happy with the product, mm-hmm. I didn't use it. So anyways, I printed it on a couple of hoodies for like me and my friends. I posted a, a picture on my story like Jet yeah. Lag University, <laughs> like taking applications, whatever. Yeah. And people wanted to buy it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's weird. I might as well do something with this. You know, mm. you see, that, That's how it all starts. Like yeah. it's just an idea. And then you go with off. You go off the idea. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they have ideas, mm-hmm. but they don't go through with it. And that's what's really holding them back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you got to put one foot in front of the other to, to start walking. Exactly. And a lot of people, they just think like, okay, one foot, like, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. And never really take the step. Yeah. Because so, there's so many great ideas that yeah. never came to fruition. Yeah. You, know you I mean? hear people tell you about these ideas. Yeah. You're like, what's stopping you from actually going out and doing it? Because that, that would be dope. And then you have those mans, like, they'll just take your idea. <laughs> you know Stay what I mean? Your idea. They'll take it and they'll run with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, exactly. That that's the game, though. Yeah. That's that's really the game. You were talking about it, like <laughs> being being a thief in in a fashion sense, or like stealing the right way. I preach that because I preach it because that's that's a reality of art. That's no, a, that's sure. kind of the reality of like the industry. Yeah, you know I mean, no, it's it all comes back down to like people at least taking inspiration. Yeah, there's obviously people that take direct pieces. I think Virgil got like okay. That's that's. Because I don't, not, yeah, I'm not yeah, a yeah. Hater, though. I'm not a hater though. Yeah, I think Virgil's a genius. I mean, did you see the stuff he did with the Truman Show. Um, oh yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Spring summer mm-hmm, the, with the Louis V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he walked down from the staircase, and if you've seen the Truman Show, it's about like his life is on camera as Virgil's is, and he's kind of mm-hmm. like running the game. He's manipulating it as much as he thinks he's like. A part of it, he's really like... Yeah, in the Truman Show, it was pretty much he was living in a simulation. He was living in a simulation, but like he pulls the strings. Mm. Or the people above him pull the strings. So I think Virgil was really saying that Other he, people, he was the puppet master. Oh shit, that's that, you know? that's a good theory. And you know, everyone will buy what he sells. Yeah, that's fact. Realistically, he could sneeze on a leaf and like put it out for 50k. Nah, that's real shit. Yeah. Because I always preach too, like, it's all with the marketing, man. Yeah. It's all with the marketing. I, I forgot who said it, but it's, it's not... Who you know? Yeah, it's not what you know. Mm-hmm. It's who knows you. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Let me get a. Straight. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> I pressed the button there. Straight up, bro. That's that's you know so I mean? true. But I think networking is so important. Yeah. It's but it, again, it's not about who you know because you know you can know a lot of people and none of them will be doing anything. Exactly. You, right? you you can know all these people, but if those people don't know you or know what yeah. you can do, yeah, then it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, mean, introducing the right people to each other as well. Exactly. So that that's why it's so important. Yeah. You can be the greatest, let's say, artist in the world, greatest painter yeah. in the world. Yeah. But if no one knows. You're the greatest painter in the world. Yeah. What is it worth? There's a lot of underrated people as well. Yeah, exactly. So like that's my point. Amazing artists that never get their chance to shine. And that's like mm-hmm. kind of what I like to do with Jet Lag. It's become more of a community where I want like mm-hmm. to use my, I want to say influence. I yeah, only yeah. have like 600 followers at the time, but the people that follow me are like pretty loyal to the account, mm-hmm. you know? So I want to take that influence and kind of help branch off into different regions. Like I did music with Mad Season. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of artists working with me right now, but it's like introducing them to each other mm-hmm. is so important because they make these connections that just 
keep pushing them forward. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, this is what I, for what I see from the mm-hmm. from the outside in. Yeah, yeah tell me. Because I see you like to keep it very underground. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. What do you mean, follower wise? Like yeah, like you you try to keep it like uh word of mouth type of thing, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. my goal. I don't I don't ever want it to be like a hyped up item. Now, one thing I have for you, you might want to take in consideration. Definitely. What if you make another brand, a second one, and then you make that one the one you promote like that? Like hype? I don't know. See, the thing is, like the the brand is so personal to me. Yeah. And it's become so much more than a clothing brand. Mm-hmm. To where it's like I think the jet like digital name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of just overhangs with anything any venture anything you do now yeah like mm. i've um i do photography for certain brands true um, true true yeah release clothing and again the music label it's all under jet like digital or mm-hmm. but bro don't don't close it off because oh, always stay open because look look look. i think Vir- Vir- it was virgil that said it he yeah. said you don't just have one brand in you no you have many different yeah projects different ideas that can go into different fields right for sure so you have jet lag amazing you know what i mean yeah now, what if you can take parts of that into a new brand yeah. or something completely different yeah. and grow off of that and maybe success from that Come bring it comes back, back to jet lag? No, you know what sure. I mean? I, I think about it all the time. There, I, I spend a lot of my days like on my computer designing or creating something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll make a design and I'm like, I can't use this with the brand. You yeah. know, it just doesn't line up. But I have other stuff in the works. It just comes back down to money and funding for mm-hmm. it. Because the jet lag drops, like they're high quality pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It costs a lot to release. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't understand when they're asking like, do this, do that. Like yeah, they yeah. want weekly releases. But that's it, fact. Yeah. It costs not more than I make off of it, but all of my money from the drops mm-hmm. go like right back into it. Mm, that's that's a very smart way to do it because you always invest back in. Yeah. If you want to build your brand, invest back into yeah. the company. Don't don't spend that money on PS5. You know what I mean? That's don't spend thing. that you money on shit. Like <laughs> I see people that run brands and they're coming to me like, oh, my business is failing. You made $500 <laughs> and you bought a Gucci belt. A lie, that's why. That's why, bro. <laughs> Who cares if you have a Gucci belt? Bro? Drop again. Exactly. You see, you see so much um, potential in these brands that just mm-hmm. don't put their money in the right places and in no way am i saying i'm like a financial genius mm-hmm. it's like kind of shooting yourself in the foot it's it's like yeah you're getting these you're getting this asset and then you're just giving it away yeah because like look let, let's look at um like a one-hit wonder yeah like he'll he'll drop a song yeah. do millions take that money. and then cop a big ass chain that yeah, cost yeah. a million you know what uh, i mean well, so then like half of that half of that money he made is in this chain no for sure well how do you feel about that because i feel like if i get to a point where i get fuck you money i won't spend it on a chain i won't spend it on a supercar mm. like my dream car is in aztec you know the one that uh, walter drives from breaking bad oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, my dream that's, car. Dream that's car? all i want yeah. it's like two thousand dollars so like, once i get that i'm gonna sit with it yeah forever i don't want a massive house like mm. if anything i'd want to put my money in other regions but like well, how do you feel about it okay for me I, I i take inspiration from kevin hart kevin hart always he doesn't use his full income really so he lives off let's say he makes two million yeah like back then let's say he made two million he would only live off like four hundred thousand right let's say he, he only said, made yeah. three hundred thousand he would only live by a hundred thousand right where did all the other money go savings investments right make yeah. your money work for you that's yeah that's you know another I mean? thing well um recently one one like investment that i've been into yeah i used to be in crypto but like i got out before it popped oh, i got out oh. with i got out with profits of course yeah, yeah, yeah. but it could have been worth a lot more mm-hmm. but one thing i did have left over was ethereum oh so, shit yeah ethereum's crazy right yeah it's going crazy right now but i don't want to invest in like stocks or like crypto in general mm-hmm. um 
I'm in NFTs now. So that's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, digital I'm, art. I'm looking at that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, I can release my own at this point. I think yeah. um, I'm putting out applications for certain sites because I think if you digitalize the photos I take, mm-hmm. maybe people will buy them. Yeah, it, you see like stick men going for 50k. That's on facts. Well, what's it called? It's like crypto punks or something. Something like that. They're like collectibles, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Crypto kitties as well, huh? Yeah, it's it's not even it's not even like fine art. It's just like no. it's just like art. You know, it's just art. Well, I saw one piece. It was like four hundred for a pink canvas, literally just mm. all pink. I don't know why, but I just wanted it so bad. <laughs> and I mean, people people are offering for it. I still yeah. haven't bought it. Like I keep getting outbid for it, and it's yeah. literally just a pink screen. So wow. I feel like it's a market that can be manipulated as well. Mm-hmm. If you're smart and you're an artist. And you have content that you do want to make money off of, like definitely give NFTs a try. I'd yeah, say. for sure. I'm I'm looking a lot into like the UFC NFTs. I've never seen those. So UFC, you know the the Top mm-hmm. Shot one, the NBA Top Shot. Okay, kind of like cards. Oh, you don't know Top Shot? No, I don't know Top Shot. Yo, this is like I the biggest NFT. I don't, NFT I, don't, I, I don't pay attention to those. I I like to buy art, but go ahead. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm new to it. I'm new yeah. To it. So NBA Top Shot is pretty much like video clips or highlights in the nba right you can i heard of this and it's pretty much like collecting sports cards but it's a highlight video it's the clips right yeah so you'll get like a lebron dunk that will go for like fifty eight thousand dollars. and it's like the one person that has that clip i think i saw someone Mm -hmm. on tiktok talking about it. yeah and there's like it's very very limited Mm -hmm. like the packs sell out like that it's like a sneaker drop no exactly I've, I've seen like certain things like that but it's so hard to like not have the same clip as someone else how do yeah, they yeah. manage that i think i think what it is it's it's kind of it, it, they just limit it you know what i mean yeah they just limit like exactly how much you can make and i think it comes with like a certificate blah blah, blah. You, yeah. you know how you know how it goes that's cool though that's such mm-hmm. a, a cool idea like even just having clips like you own the clip one one person i saw um using nfts in that sense was um eric doa i don't know if you know about him uh-huh. he's kind of underground but he has yeah. that like um i don't know what i'd call it drain sound like that hyper pop mm-hmm. sound yeah anyways he put his um cover art so you can mm-hmm. own the cover art through OpenSea, which is just a platform that sells nfts oh, yeah. so there are bids on it now i believe and that's just something i thought that was was super smart yeah honestly i think it's gonna be the future not necessarily like just art Mm -hmm. but imagine we do that with like game pieces yeah you know like imagine fortnite skins bro (laughs) i have hella of them bro it's bad to say but i spent so much money on fortnite even when i didn't play it like imagine imagine fortnite skins became like limited well they are in certain certain uh skins are limited or yeah it used to be the skull trooper used to be limited oh because the only the ogs could get it only right? OGs, yeah, yeah. i think you had to it was like halloween first season and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even play fortnite like that i just every time i hop on i see these skins and yeah. i'm such like nerd for, <laughs> for visuals i'm like all right it's, it's ten dollars yeah now imagine there's a marketplace for that shit there, there is is there kind of underground yeah. no way people used to sell skull trooper accounts until um oh accounts accounts with the skins which okay is what, but that's different that's different i'm i'm, I'm talking mean, about like, you ever watched ready player one yes i have i yeah. don't remember 100 percent, but they had like skins that they could change into right? yeah so in ready player one every like piece they they have you can get like a delorean from back to the future yeah. you can get like the akira bike blah blah blah, like clothing whatever they all pay for it yeah. and it's all like limited pieces like one of ones whatever so imagine in a video game let's say let's say whatever the new video let's say gta VR. let's even. just say let's just say the newest gta yeah. right and everybody's playing it yeah. You would want to have something different from everyone else. Oh, for sure. If you're if you're a flexor, you need that exactly. Piece. And I can see like all of these all of these rappers, all of these people yeah. that have lots of money, they'll flex on you with shit yeah. in the game. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Well, one thing you said, and I think it was the episode with RJ. Why are these rappers buying chains, iced out chains? Like, yeah, I want to see someone with uh, King Tut's 
crown on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's so much harder. And yeah. it's an asset that will grow with time. Mm-hmm. Whereas your chain, what, it gets snatched off your neck and you get clowned for it. Like, yeah. If it's going to get snatched, at least make it like some crazy piece. Exactly, bro. Like, there's so much, there's so much shit out there that we don't even know yet. Like, something can be a trend, but we just don't see it yet yeah. and then explode, right? Yeah. Well, and there's I, always one person that's saying, like, this is this is the future yeah and there's until, always there's always yeah until there's a crowd or like people echoing that message um people don't believe it like even back to the nfts crypto kitties mm-hmm. i think three or four years ago i saw people posting about it and i'm like word you saw that yeah, yeah they're saying hop on because you could use referral links at the time i believe mm-hmm. so saying hop on blah blah blah. breed breed these digital cats word. and you can sell them and now some are going for like hundred and twenty thousand dollars, right yeah, yeah so if you're really in at the beginning but of course looking back on it mm-hmm. kind of smart to be skeptical yeah but anything can pop so hmm. you ever hear about the bitcoin theory <laughs> tell me about the bitcoin <laughs> theory bro <laughs> all right so elon musk right mm-hmm. elon musk is pushing for bitcoin yeah and there's this conspiracy i'm not i don't know if this is true mm-hmm. but there's this conspiracy yeah that the big reps in the world Mm-hmm. are really pushing for bitcoin because they're going to use a universal currency right i believe it i mean bitcoin is like one of the currencies that could mm-hmm. definitely be the overall and you know you know why they need a universal currency why is that because they want a new world order oh so they're gonna all control. under the same right if you have one currency you have one currency you can control to get it. everyone so are we allowing <laughs> do we want that yo like do we have a choice? We don't really have a choice. You don't really if they have a say choice. you have to use Bitcoin, you're going to use Bitcoin. It's not even like they have to say it. It's just if they use it, they use it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they can change They can change what we use without telling us. No, for sure. Like they just one day, like that dollar doesn't work anymore. We're using this shit. Yeah. Remember that? that the pennies. Eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember that episode in, in Recess where um, I, they're I trading like stickers? Watched. No, tell me about it. I briefly watched Recess. Okay, so, so in Recess, pretty much what it was like, they used to have these stickers mm-hmm. and they would trade stickers as money. Like it was kind of like, currency yeah, it was stickers? like their playground currency. Oh God, yeah. And then what's his name? TJ Detweiler. Okay. He worked like so hard. He finessed it. He yeah. was so broke before he had like no stickers yeah. because I think he had like a sick day or some shit. So he didn't he come to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come to school on the day like stickers popped off. Yeah. And then when he came back, everyone's using stickers. And he's like, I can't even drink from the water fountain. They're charging me stickers. Oh, they're charging me stickers. Again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fun. So what happened was he grinded and grinded and grinded. Mm-hmm. And then he pretty much like bought all of the stickers in the in the playground. Wow. And then what happened was, yeah. I think the next week or the next day, yeah. since he bought all of the stickers. He had control. He had the control. And then everyone else started using different currency. That's and then it just, and then all of that shit didn't matter anymore. So he has all yeah. he has all of these stickers, but no value. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're forced to use that one currency and humans start, I mean, getting mm-hmm. smart and using a separate one, what's what's yeah. stopping it, us from overthrowing it? Other than, of course, like the rich that will mm-hmm. that will exactly. make it difficult. Because if if you really take it in, I, this is kind of like a crazy yeah, like yeah. thing to think about. But if you really th- take it in, what is money? Money is just an object we yeah, trade. It's just an object. It has value, sure. Yeah. But. Money is the same thing as like, let's say, let's say I call this stick and I say it's worth $50. Let's just say, yeah. right now, everybody has to believe this is worth $50. Now I give it to you. You have $50 now, yeah. but let's say the value changes yeah, and it's not worth anything anymore. Then it's useless. Just it's like, useless. just like a dollar would be like, if no one's using dollars anymore, yeah. how much is a dollar worth? Nothing really. It's just a piece of metal, but I think yeah. everything that's an asset at least will have value regardless of what it mm-hmm. is. I mean, that's just how money works yeah for sure exactly but exactly yeah. but i don't think i see the dollar 
ever really going out in in our lifetime in our lifetime yeah i think bitcoin's gonna be a big battle because Mm -hmm. there's so many powerful voices on either sides yeah yeah. really going at it a bunch of lawsuits even Mm -hmm. i don't know if if i'll be alive to see it honestly i think it's gonna be a a year's worth of battles who knows like let's let's say this new world order shit is real (laughs) and all the big reps are like oh oh, did you hear about the theory with um fuck you hear about the the great reset theory no the great reset tell me by the way Bro. when he says did you hear about that theory this is like <laughs> a fan moment in me to have it said directly to my face is, is different i'm telling you okay this this one's crazy like there's some real news articles on this shit mm-hmm. but the reset. it's called the great reset the great reset okay. so the theory of the great reset is that what they're gonna do those people that don't take the vaccine for mm-hmm. covid yeah they're gonna offer them to take away their debt a great reset because the world is in a lot of debt right now Mm -hmm. with stimulus checks with the government paying off paying for businesses that are that are drowning yeah the economy's to shit right now right Mm -hmm. so i forgot who it was it was like a big up like leader they came they came together and then they said what we're gonna do we're gonna create this thing called the great reset and we're pretty much gonna forgive all the debt as long as everybody takes this vaccine oh so it's if they do take the vaccine yeah okay i thought you said if you don't take it you get your debts covered no 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 if if you take it then you'll then you'll be able to forgive your debt but if you don't take it uh-huh. they're gonna put you in these camps wow i mean it makes sense yeah they could technically say that oh if you're not vaccinated you're a danger go to this camp mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people would be on that side because they don't want to catch covid nobody wa- nobody wants that right no nah. i could definitely see people alienating themselves from like even people in camps like now let's say let's say this shit happens it makes sense yeah it makes so much like sense. it makes a lot of sense right yeah if, if you were trying to control the world mm-hmm. that's how you control the world yeah well they said even with the vaccinations they're gonna put chips in it and stuff like that's what yeah, i don't know what to believe the, i know i know like i don't know what to believe it's like in in such a digital age you have so much information thrown at you mm. that it actually becomes stressful to think about like do i want to take this vaccine do i not want to take it and i think i would mm-hmm. but i don't know it's it's sketchy like how do you know what's what's real anymore you don't because you have so much nonsense thrown around and the truth is just in that pile it's like finding a needle in a haystack yeah. at this point because it's like there's so much fake news mm-hmm. there's so many people jumping to conclusions and shit yeah and honestly i i'm i myself don't even know what to believe in anymore no i don't either that's why it's because it's not like a new thing that the government's lying to us that's not like a new thing it's just that they're getting exposed now when yeah. they do or like when it's very evident when people pull up facts mm-hmm they get exposed and they can't hide from it. Whereas like back in the day, I mean, even before cameras, you could just kill someone. You can get them knocked off and no one would have footage. But now everyone walks around with cameras. Yeah. If you try anything, mm-hmm. there's a chance that it's on video. Exactly. Even everything's corner, recorded. Everything's recorded. Like, and unless you have the power to like get that tape completely crunched, there's like, it's a very slim chance that you can control yeah. media. And they keep that shit secret. They keep that shit yeah. unlocked. Well, did you see the, um? I think not Area 51, the, the American government released UFO documents or yeah, videos yeah, yeah. Of ufos and they hid information like deep down expecting everyone to be like turned off by the amount of a wording like mm. the amount of words in the in the actual document and they had like just little things like little cryptic messages i believe that people are still trying to like figure out right Damn. now but they even released that footage of the ufo yeah, which is yeah. just an unidentified flying object doesn't mean it was an alien it just means they don't know what was flying yeah that's true that's true they could which be like a fucking balloon yeah, <laughs> which is why people like release release footage they're like okay yeah <laughs> like we don't know if it was a bird mm-hmm. if it was just a cloud like 
it's unidentified. There's your UFO. Yeah, bro. There's so much shit they won't tell us. So. Yeah. Well, I think on one episode, you talked about a green thing floating in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light. My mm-hmm. mom actually saw oh, that. Oh, your mom saw that? My mom saw that. And she didn't see the clip. But when you brought it up, I have to talk to her about this. Yeah. She saw it. And I think she even took a video. She still talks about it to this day where she saw a green light. Damn. The that's sky. the same shit I saw, I bro. I a lot of people saw it. I never saw it. But she saw it, too. And I think I heard my dad always saying, like, my dad saying it was a drone. Yeah, she's saying no, no, it was something different. But I think you you bring a Fam, that aliens are real, bro. <laughs> I'm telling I, I you, like, it. like low key. I, I know I sound crazy and shit sometimes, but one thing is like aliens. Like, I guarantee you, there's shit out there that they're watching. Yeah. You know I believe mean? in mostly anything until it's proven wrong. And how are you gonna mm-hmm. prove that aliens don't exist? Yeah, how are you gonna prove that ghosts don't exist? Yeah. Like, there's no proof on either sides. Exactly, bro. It's just. Being a human, man, you gotta question things. Exactly, <laughs> especially now. Yeah, bro. There's so there's literally so many secrets in the world that people haven't like dug into. Definitely. Like, have you heard about like the the Vatican archives and shit? I haven't, but I've seen the Vatican at least like in its physical form. It looks crazy. It looks you like went there holding something. No, I just online. Oh, okay. I actually did a project on it in like grade seven. That's how I so, bro, there's like there's crazy theories about yeah. the Vatican, and one of the theories is that they have information there like that kind of abolishes the religion. Mm-hmm. Like secrets, secrets that I forgot who exactly it was, but it was um, it was like a saint, yeah. and he pretty much like in communication with the king at the time, right? And he was pretty much telling the king exactly the bloodline of Jesus Christ, right? And if Jesus Christ was real, yeah. Well, on the topic of Jesus Christ, I yeah. was actually doing a lot of research on this recently. Yeah, he has um, well, actually, before I even say that, Joe Rogan mentioned on his podcast that Jesus Christ was like a mushroom, a psychedelic mushroom. Yeah, I heard and about people that. People got upset with him, but when you really look into it, I don't think he was a mushroom. But there are certain um, stories in the Bible, like he was with the Israelites or his disciples mm-hmm. um, one night, and they said the next day. They were gonna go on a hunt for for manna, yeah. which is um something that you eat. It's the um something that grows. It grows. It grows like right away. It grows in a bulb, and yeah. it, it has no seed. It's seedless. Mm-hmm. So what else grows without a seed? Without a, a visible seed? Fungus, mushroom. Fungus. It grows. It starts with a spore, which is invisible to the human eye. Yeah. So it's speculated that they were looking at this, and it also grows on like dung, on feces. Mm-hmm. And they, they were saying that they would prepare this manna or like bread with feces. You're not going to eat like toast and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So the mushroom was the manna that grew on the feces. That's crazy because this shit's in the, that's in the Bible, bro. Yeah. And um, what psilocybin is, is an entheogen, which directly translates to, I think, something about divine inside or finding divinity inside yourself. Mm. So um, when you're actually using the substance you can have these hallucinations where you'll actually feel like there's a God inside of you, right? So, and you can say a lot of the morals that were in the Bible are based off of what they learned off of mushrooms. Because who's going to tell them right from wrong back mm-hmm. in the day when robbery wasn't entirely illegal? Like certain things that we that we shun now mm-hmm. aren't specifically morally wrong. Yeah, because if you think about it, like let's say, let's say I'm not knocking on any religion. Like No, not at all. Not, nothing like that. But let's say before religion, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say before Catholicism was a thing, Christianity yeah. was a thing, right? Who who did they follow or like what beliefs did they follow yeah. or how did they come up with these things, right? Yeah. And as they as they come up with these things, they write them in what we call the Bible now. Yeah. Any religion, um, Bible, the Quran. And it's changed over time based on who's in power. Exactly. It, it's, it's changed so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that stays the same and kind of relates back to the psychedelics mm-hmm. um, is cows. I think in Hinduism, Jainism, a couple religions, cows are like so sacred. Mm-hmm. And it's because they produce the best like fecal matter for mushrooms. Oh, to shit. That's so crazy. I just <laughs> realized that. They, they always worship the cows because what do you need? Nah, that's need crazy. Manure. 
So when it comes to it, they're like, oh my gosh, these cows are, are like the breeding center for-, for Bro, that's so trend. true. Because psilocybin mushrooms grow off of off cow of, feces. Off of cow feces. Best, best off of cow feces. And- what what can you find when you see cows just shitting? No, that's so crazy. Here's another thing. So you guys talked about um, Santa and Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relating to mushrooms. Yeah. So there was another theory, not even a theory. I believe this is actually what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm convinced. So with Easter, when mushrooms grow, they start in this bulb shape, which is called an egg. Yeah. All right. And they grow in certain seasons very well. Mm-hmm. So around Easter time, these bulbs would be popping out of the ground. Yeah. And of course, their, their term is egg. So people mm-hmm. would go on egg hunts during these times <laughs> and they'd yeah. bring them home. And that's just basically that's where, where, where Easter, Easter egg hunting from. I believe so. Cause there are actually stories of it, like hunting for mushrooms. You're looking for eggs. That's what they called them. Bro. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Cause remember, I think in the RJ episode, I was talking about like, where did Easter come from? Where did yeah. these eggs come from? Well, they say that the Easter bunny was just thrown in for commercial purposes. They mm-hmm. needed something for marketing. Right. Mm-hmm. But the egg part. The egg part, yeah, because when when mushrooms grow, they start. Yeah, that's that's like th- it's the actual term. And then another thing with it, um, if you're looking back at items that were very highly valued, chalices, gold chalices. Mm-hmm. Where do you think they got that from? Gold chalices. I mean, they come from mushrooms. If you really look back at it, so the mushroom has the stem and the veil, and when it's in its oh, early phase, shit. it's down. It's it's like an umbrella, but as it as it grows older, it'll oh, flip the other shit. way, like and, the cup shape, and it catches water. And what what people would do. Is they'd use this water because it's sitting on the mushroom for so long that yeah. some of the psychoactive substance is in the water. So they'd go and they'd drink oh. from these mushrooms. Yo, that's crazy, bro. That's yeah. crazy. You you yeah. got some good theories, fam. I mean, I, I like I love to research this stuff. I think psychedelics in general are really interesting. Yeah, because that there's a I feel like there's a lot of connections with like mm-hmm. psychedelics and religion, to yeah. be honest. Even coming back to evolution, like how mm. do you think we got to the consciousness we're at? Yeah, because they say we came from monkeys. It could be possible, but mm-hmm. um, like, what happens when a monkey eats a mushroom? When animals eat mushrooms, they do some some weird stuff. Yeah, maybe even like progressive in their case. Yeah, just like the stone ape theory, which I talked about yeah. before. Oh, right, yeah. that's on the Sophia episode. If you guys want to watch that, Sophia episode, that was dope. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you ever hear about um the theory of the burning bush? With Moses. Yeah. Well, I mean, burning bush. When I hear it, I think just someone smoking. You're, yeah. You're so burning a bush. So what? What scientists believe was yeah. the bush that was burning in front of Moses was actually called the acacia bush. Okay. And the acacia bush is highly potent in DMT, dimethyltryptamine. <laughs> Yeah, and then he saw God on the top of the mountain, right? Yeah. Or something spoke to him. No, he saw like a vision of like God. I can see how that would do that to you. Right? And he it talked to him. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. If, if you look at like the, the Bible is pretty much a story, mm-hmm. right? Stories and pretty much experiences that people wrote down. Yeah. Now, in what they wrote down, they can't exactly say scientifically what happened. Yeah. Even back then, because they didn't know exactly what was happening. They were just documenting. Yeah, they're just documenting yeah. what they felt. Yeah. And also, I mean... I'm not bashing the Bible at all. They have some good teachings. In yeah, there. for sure. 100%. The, the messages are there. Just some of the stories um, are are kind of hard to believe. But if you take this like mushroom look on things, yeah. if they were tripping, seeing Jesus walk on water, seeing the, the Red Sea split, it can happen. If you're on the right yeah, substance, bro. right? Yeah. And the, the book is trippy. If you look back at it. I know. Overall, if, you're, if you're preaching something, it's, it's much easier to take in information under these substances. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the disciples were taking these mushrooms or this this manna 
they were getting these readings and they were really like internalizing them. Mm. And that's kind of brought forth onto the, the new age of churches where you have preachers giving messages. And as they're preaching, what are they doing? They're walking down the aisles with incense and something burning. Oh, I don't shit, know if it's specifically yeah. incense, but it is um, an offspring of salvia. Oh, yeah. I heard of that. Heard it's of um that. sage, right? It's sage. It's sage. So sage is, is directly related to salvia. Yeah, yeah. Now, this, this form of salvia won't make you trip, allegedly. Yeah, it's not. It's not yet. But... It, it does have a psychoactive effect, mm -hmm. and even in a minimal form. And they were thinking that early in the days, because, of course, with regulations, you can't just be drugging people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before these regulations came out, maybe they were giving They were people, using real salvia. Yeah. And then when they're doing that, they're tripping the whole... Yeah, they're tripping the whole place out. Damn. Yeah. Actually, one... <laughs> I would tell Damn. this story because it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, when I did my communion, mm -hmm. so you know how you all go to the church, you sit with your like however many students are in your mm -hmm. class. Yeah, yeah. So we're filling up the church and we're all sitting there. The priest is giving his his um his preachings, I guess. Yeah. And behind him, there's a wall where the holy water is behind and whatnot, and there's smoke mm -hmm. coming up. So all the kids are looking around. We're like, mm. like is that Jesus mm -hmm. like, coming up? There's smoke, and for five minutes, everyone's just staring in awe. And this priest is still going, like he yeah. doesn't know there's smoke behind him. Yeah. And I'm, I think everyone's like, at this point, we're like freaking over the whole, the spirit, the Holy yeah, Spirit. What is that? Yeah, yeah. And at this moment, like I was, I wasn't a firm believer in God, but in that yeah. moment, I'm like, oh, he exists. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And then some dude in the back, he yells at me, he's like, I think there's a fire in the back. And they all run around, put it out. Everyone was so bummed after Oh, that. there's a fire? It was a fire. Uh, I don't know how it caught on fire, yeah. but it had everyone believing. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I do believe in God. I believe there's a higher being like yeah. looking down on us. I believe there's an energy. I wouldn't call it God in mm -hmm. my case. But yeah, I would never bash someone that believes. Because it's all up to it's all up to in the individual's beliefs, like what you want to take from what you see. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that's exactly what that's exactly even what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. What you wish to believe is what you're gonna yeah. is what you're gonna receive. Well, they can give you the keys. They can't tell you. Yeah, how they to can't open the door. exactly. They can give you the keys. They can tell you how to live. Yeah. All of these messages, this the kind of like guideline. Yeah, but it's really up to you. Whether yeah. you're going to choose which path you're going to take. You take them as like very well-written suggestions in a sense. Mm -hmm. But they're they're worthwhile, honestly. Yeah, 100%. I believe like all the teachings, Ten Commandments, you can take them kind of out of their out of their original uses. Like, of course, um, being gay, I don't think that's a sin. Mm -hmm. I don't think some of their teachings are, are wrong, especially mm -hmm. in today's society. So if you, if you take those with a grain of salt, mm -hmm. I think the teachings are 100% there. Yeah, because even back then, the the mindset of society before or like mm -hmm. the idea of society it changed yeah right it definitely changed and as as we change i guess it kind of does have to change itself and yeah. that's why you see like um like the pope always adding new things in yeah like always adjusting to what the original saying was or the original scripture was yeah but that's the thing over time like people are in charge of changing yeah these teachings mm -hmm. so who's to say down the line a thousand years that that we were specifically right because I know there's exactly. definitely things that we're doing now that aren't yeah. the correct way of doing things. I know, bro. Who knows? I mean, if you if you had the chance to add something to the Bible or like give people a way of living, what would you add? For me? Mm -hmm. Damn, that's that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I don't I don't think I'm I'm that wise enough, especially at my age, to to really say something that's not already written. Yeah, I'd give but, the same answer. But instead of me saying I would add something, I would say instead of just taking everything exactly how it is, it's to try to decipher it for yourself. Yeah. Cause I kind of I kind of believe like in anything we take, let's say whether it be a social media post, whether it be a book we read, right? Scripture. Instead of just taking exactly how it is, try to understand like why did that person write it? Yeah. What were they thinking when they wrote it? Yeah. And try to take in 
what is the message and do I want to proceed with it? Like, right. what will I take with me? Exactly. Right? That's that's a great answer. I honestly don't know what I would have added. Yeah. Like, I threw that at you. <laughs> but firstly, I don't know what I would tell people. I think I could kind of advocate for certain for certain commandments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I'm wise enough to, to tell people how to live. Mm-hmm. So you dabble with psychedelics, right? I have in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you think, this is what I personally believe. Right. Do you think, psychedelics are going to reach a point where it becomes regular just like marijuana use they are trying to legalize them mm-hmm. in some states in america i think in canada they're attempting to as well yeah um but they've used it for stuff like cancer research yeah they have they use it on cancer patients when they were like having these fears of what happens after death or just i mean having cancer is not a fun time mm-hmm. um i think about 80 percent of them actually reported that it was beneficial they lost their fear of death they lost their fear of like losing yeah to this um to this disease right i I know you get a sense of like this isn't the end yeah i mean well if you've ever had ego death it's almost that at that point of surrendering as overwhelming as it is mm-hmm. when you fully surrendered it's not scary mm-hmm. if you played the visuals you have from an ego death to someone like regularly they'd be like oh that's kind of terrifying yeah yeah but in the moment it's like you're reduced it's like a lesson it's like it's a, a lesson, lesson learned yeah at any time i've ever tripped i've always had a, a beneficial outcome mm-hmm. even when in the moment i'm like this is uncomfortable yeah um at the end you can always find the, the message and sometimes it comes like five months later almost in a deja vu Word. like you see something and you're like wow that's that's what it meant you took it back with you and like oh i see it yeah. now well yeah. you remember these things they're so significant like the last time um i tripped the last the, the one thing i saw that really stood out to me i don't know why i thought about this yeah but i was closing my eyes and i could see this like porcelain tiger running around Word. i don't know what it means i have no clue but porcelain fact, tiger yeah. like a fine china tiger yeah running around and it's random right That's interesting i don't think about tigers i don't think yeah, about yeah, fine yeah. china but the fact that it was in my head i feel like there's something significant about it mm. and it's all up to perception too like it is some someone's experience could be different from another's uh-huh. and then they can take a message with them and then they can believe something yeah. completely different yeah. i mean like you'll see that that let's say porcelain tiger mm-hmm. another person may see that as whoa I have to find out what this is, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they start worshiping it, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it depends I mean, on the person, depends on, like, how they how they take it. I think that's how religion even started. <laughs> Bring it back to that. that yeah, that, that's how, how it's tying in, right? Yeah, well, if you're getting this this person that's that's seen these things and it mm-hmm. makes sense to you, if they're coming back being like, whoa, we shouldn't kill people. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see that person was in pain when you killed them? Maybe we shouldn't do this. And everyone yeah. snaps in their head. They're like, oh, this, yo, facts. I'm going to follow this guy. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think psychedelics form a lot of things, even comes down to like music you listen to mm-hmm. the new sound is is all made by people tripping i believe that bro i believe that it's not even that you have to believe it or they're on some kind of substance yeah some, some like you can you can others. you can sense it like you can tell with with especially rappers like yeah you can they see with the art it. yeah sometimes like certain rappers um they use like percocets or something yeah and i think it sounds cool but if you look at it it's like a destructive way to make yeah, music that's f- up. Mm-hmm. yeah I'll never bash them for it. Whatever works, but mm-hmm. um, I think in the long run, it's it's bad to do. But the people making songs on acid on shrooms, mm-hmm. they're really like generating that new sound. In my opinion, I believe like for the destructive substances, they should they should really take in like what people are hearing and what people might take from it, right? Yeah, because those type of substances, those um, let's say Percocets, painkillers, and codeine shit, type. codeine, that type of shit, they're not they're not gonna take anything with them from it. No, it's literally just gonna. It's literally like disastrous. Like it's a physical decline. Yeah, they're going up in money and views, mm-hmm. but like 
physically. Your, your body's your temple. You gotta take exactly. care of it. Exactly. And then you look at you look at Lil P, R.I.P. Lil P, yeah. R.I.P. Juice World. Juice World. Yeah. It's a sad thing. It's sad. It's sad. And I mean, it's like they gave up their life at what cost, you know? It may be fun in the moment, but you, you definitely start to feel it. And then you look at the other side of that and you see like psychedelic drugs like even back in the 80s back in the 70s back in the yeah. 60s those bands like the like the rock bands back in the day grateful floyd. dead yeah pink floyd all of these bands like they they were on like they they preach for that they made even the beatles for- the beatles oh the beatles music you hear it yeah there's okay um there's a difference when you're listening to music sober versus when you're on a psychedelic mm-hmm. you hear everything that they intend for you to hear mm-hmm. it's like a dog so you hear the nuances you might even like see visuals that really help guide it like i think one time i was listening to um skywalker which is unreleased it's by my friend mm-hmm. but his production he made the 808 like start in the back of your head headphones yeah and move up to the front oh that's and it i really felt that yeah but it's like until you're you're in that spot you you might not even notice these things mm-hmm. and i'm not an advocate for for mushrooms mm-hmm. like of course take them at your own risk mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm an advocate for safely doing them. Yeah, but I don't want to encourage anyone to. I think I think eventually what's gonna happen is the stigma of oh you take like you're a crackhead blah yeah. blah like that stigma is gonna change. Well, that's what it used to be when I was I think I don't know it must have been grade ten or eleven. Yeah, I did them and yeah. I guess people people talk people found out and they're like looking at me yeah. like I was a crackhead and mm-hmm. they'd even be like oh are you tripping blah 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 mm-hmm. and now those same guys yeah. are asking me for advice. Wow, yeah. I'm like, bro, like, I have no hate for them in my heart. But it's, it just comes moment, back. It's like, now you see what I mean. It was annoying. It was like yeah. embarrassing to be like, damn, like I did that. Like people are making fun of me for it. But you you really look back on it and these same people are the ones doing Cause, it now. Because you know what it is? It's just it's just society that that puts like the stigma on it. Like, mm-hmm. let, let's change how they view it. Because back in the day, remember when they have all those peace rallies, all of those things yeah. with um love, peace, spread that, right? Yeah. Stop the war. Yeah. The hippie movement. Look at the hippies. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love the hippies. Yeah. Like they put such a bad uh stigma on the hippies. They put such yeah. a bad image on that shit. Yeah. But in reality, what were they really doing? Nothing. They're free souls. It is like the least harmful way. Yeah, bro. Like honestly, they, they were so, they were so loving. Yeah. You know what I mean, they were so kind. Like, they weren't doing evil. Yeah. They were doing the least evil. They were promoting. They were promoting good. No evil, nonviolence. So, so tell me, why would the government, why would the higher ups that call the shots, why would they want to stop that shit? I can't give you an exact answer, but I feel like having that like fear of authority in a sense, mm-hmm. I guess stopping them. Because if you're promoting peace, who, who are you scared of? Exactly. You're promoting peace in, in such a large group. Yeah. But yeah, you know what I really think it is too? What? I think it's because of the economy, bro. Yeah. Oh, because they're not in charge of um, like making profits off these things, right? Not only that, but let's say let's say everybody's living sharing. Yeah. Everybody's living like you're my neighbor. Like we share together. We work right. together. Yeah. Right. Communist. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is it going to be with money anymore? What? Like, yeah, you're sure. not going to want to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going to want to like. Well, it's like, I think you're, you're trying to say you, you do less work. You know, if, if there's two people working, of course, the load is going to be distributed. I don't know. You you explain to me what, okay. you, what you're saying. Well, well, I think, well, I think is, let's say everybody's like a hippie. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's say hippie, right? What a good world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's say everybody's hippie. Like, we're not going to, we're not going to be jealous of each other. No. Like, trying to take each other's money. You Definitely know what I mean? Not. I we're not worried about that thing. shit. You're not going to be worried yeah. about that shit anymore. You're worried about your happiness. And that, I feel like that's what's missing in, in our society right now. That's what's yeah. missing kind of in the world is we're prioritizing materialistic things rather than our own yeah. happiness. And at the end of the day, what's the most important to you? Your happiness, yeah. your happiness or showing to others you have wealth, showing to others, yeah. trying to prove something to someone else 
or your own happiness. It's almost promoting a false happiness. Exactly. Because you're walking around with these expensive things and people look look at it like, yeah. oh, this, this person's living life. But I don't think materialistic things give you happiness at all. That's what I think too, bro. Like, I don't yeah. think... Clothing-wise, like, I know you're interested in, in sneakers and everything. Mm-hmm. But me, personally, I have, like, two pairs of shoes that I wear and I mm-hmm. everything I own is thrifted or, like, from local brands. I don't... I used to be a hype beast mm-hmm. for, like a couple of months and i realized it was just so like destructive at least on my bank account you know? yeah it is to be honest the the reason i take part in streetwear is just because i honestly believe i've been brainwashed mm-hmm. like well, they taught collected. me like yeah they taught me to to buy shit they taught me yeah. like i need this shit to be cool you know what i mean yeah. they, it's like the marketing tactics they use the marketing mm-hmm. strategies it really brainwashes people to believe that yeah but it's good that you see that because you yeah. can probably take their tactics and flip it yeah, exactly. Sense. But shoes like that, I don't know the ones behind you with the, mm-hmm. with the leopard print. I think it is. Those are dope to me. Yeah, the the Ferris Bueller's. Is that what yeah. they are? Yeah, they're That's so. Fire. If you ever watch Ferris Bueller's Day I Off, have. that's one of my favorites. This is this is literally his outfit with the with the leopard the leopard vest. I didn't even bag that. The the leather jacket. Yeah, and then like it's the same colors. See, that's awesome to me. Anything based on like film or movie or mm. TV music is super cool. Like I'd like to buy something like that. Yeah, but I'd feel bad putting my money in that in that spot when i don't like have an if or as jay-z says like if you can't buy it twice yeah don't buy it at all you know yeah, that's true that's that's kind of how i, I live in mm-hmm. certain cases because you have, you have to look at like if, you, if you're buying something are yeah. you gonna buy it for yourself or are you buying it to prove something you know yeah. what I mean? no, of course i think there has to be like a benefit to, to yeah. most purchases you make mm-hmm. um the other day i was looking at like film uh props yeah, like yeah. official film props from movies. oh yeah and i came across like the sugar they used in harry potter oh, it was six hundred dollars and i'm telling my friend yeah, six hundred dollars like, yeah but i'm like imagine if i if i bought this put it in a tea or a coffee and, like made a tiktok like six hundred dollars sugar type <laughs> but that's just like the <laughs> business it's dope, yeah yeah but like that's the dumbest thing i would have spent six hundred dollars on but if you can make it back mm-hmm. and like let's say you buy the stock of sugars mm-hmm. you buy like all three that are available and people want to retry yeah, what yeah you did yeah. like you can make it back that's true that's it how is I true see it. like even even sneaker collecting like you can you can invest in sneakers yeah. you can always sell that shit back i mean these are an investment yeah there, there's always going to be someone that wants what you have loki they hold more value than some stocks yeah no <laughs> you know what I mean? no 100 <laughs> like they appreciate more than some stock yeah well that's the thing if you don't wear them or if you take good care of them they will appreciate and i mean you 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 choose like wisely with what you buy. Yeah, yeah. You're not just throwing your money because like well, yeah. it came out, it's new. Like you can see you mm-hmm. clearly I, like anything I buy now, maybe back in the day I was I was so brainwashed. Like you remember the Supreme era, like mm-hmm. everyone just buying shit for the hype. Yeah. Like I was definitely in that in that field yeah. before, but my mind has changed over the years. I'm only buying things that that I personally love with let's say like a personal, like sentimental kind of yeah. value. Like one example is these. These are the Melvin Dunks, right? I thought you custom made those. Nah. So these these are actually Nike made these for a, a band called the Melvins. It says okay. right here. The Melvins. Yeah. And they're like a rock band, right? That's sick. Now, what I really liked about these though, it reminds me of Kill Bill. That's my what, favorite when you movie. posted it, I thought you made these based on Kill Bill. Nah, but it reminded me just of Kill Bill. Such an amazing movie. Because it has like the Japanese word for or Chinese yeah. word for blood. Right. On the foot. Yeah. And then look at it. Like it literally looks yeah. like Kill Bill. Well, you have the katana too. You the katana's up there. <laughs> there. Um, when I when I saw you post on, I think it was Wiko Studios. Yeah. you had those shoes with the socks. Mm-hmm. 
like I've never seen shoes like that. You don't like with what Nike releases, you rarely yeah. see them tamper with like dyeing fabrics like that. Mm -hmm. in, in my in my perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially things like a little bit more violent, right? Mm -hmm. You I don't think you'd see that today. No, nah, you wouldn't. I mean, how old are these? These I think they came out two thousand five. Oh wow. Okay. So I may be mistaken, but I think two thousand five. They have to be before like the time of censorship. Yeah, like, like and and the people getting sensitive and shit. Yeah, well I remember a time where like the internet was a wasteland, man. Oh man, yeah, there of you go course. On <laughs> Bro, I swear I've seen like ISIS beheadings on the most innocent yeah, videos. Yeah, it's crazy. I, when I'm a kid, I'm watching a video of like cats playing on YouTube, and then boom, like some nasty stuff comes yeah. up. Or <laughs> and it's random. Remember, you used to get the the Rick rolls. <laughs> I got one of those recently, bro. Actually, cheese. People are still doing it. Still doing that? I, okay, I made a Minecraft server for Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course on the minecraft Bro, video the first thing someone sends into the discord i make the discord yeah, yeah. and it's like video of a cute dog and i don't know this person <laughs> so i'm like i'm gonna watch it like respond to them yeah just to be nice mm -hmm. i click on it it's a rick roll i'm like really in 2021 you're gonna do this to me it was funny though i definitely laughed because the stuff like that you don't expect it like i don't know if you've seen on tiktok the coconut malls oh yeah the coconut malls yeah that's funny as it makes me want to throw my phone bro <laughs> I'll see something that I'm genuinely interested in. Yeah. Like, oh, four foot 11 man dunks on 10 foot net. This guy is midway floating. And yeah. then you see Coconut Mall. I'm like, you've been Coconut Mall. <laughs> There's a pumpkin one. That, I don't like that one. I remember specifically like being like seven, six years old uh -huh. on, on like Club Penguin tutorials. How to get a free Club Penguin. <laughs> and then free money. Don't want to give you up. <laughs> Rick rolled, bro. Oh my god, I used it's to love that song though. <laughs> On vacation one time, um, there was karaoke, and that was the song I. I oh, chose. you sang that? It's a beautiful song. It is a good song. That's a good song. Regardless of the of the joke that goes with it, I still enjoy the song. Mm -hmm. Like, I won't even be mad that you did it to me because I'm just gonna listen to it. <laughs> Jokes on you. Like, oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Yo, I always look at the '80s, and a lot of the greatest shit ever mm -hmm. came out in the '80s. Have you realized that? I somewhat. I find that like the cycle that that our culture goes in mm -hmm. is going backwards yeah everything we do now is so far back mm -hmm. it's like just going back to its roots so yeah i understand what you're saying like i look at the 80s and i see like that was kind of the biggest cultural change in my opinion in my opinion yeah because you had look michael jackson came out yeah change pop rest in peace bro. change pop literally yeah look at look at all of the movies, Star Wars, bro, came yeah. out in the eighties. I still need to watch those. You I watched, I watched them as a kid, but yeah. like I was six or seven, I didn't retain any of the information. Like only the stupid parts. Like all of these eighty movies, like look at the Breakfast Club. You yeah. even had like those kind of like grungier type of films too. No, definitely, but that, I don't think they were aiming to be grungy. That was just like the that, most they could yeah. do with the equipment. And now I think the biggest like not even money grab because I think it's deserving of of what it costs is just nostalgia. Mm -hmm. If you sell nostalgia. You're like selling happiness in a sense. Yeah, that's facts. That's and, facts. And kids our age want to experience what went on in the 70s. And yeah. 80s. They really like idolize people that are, I mean, even our generation, we're 2000, mm -hmm. 2001. Yeah. We kind of grew up on the cusp of the digital age. I we find. did. We did. Yeah. We're literally the, the gap. I mean, we're literally the bridge of the old and new. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think recently someone's like holding a CD and they're like, oh, Jay, you don't know what this is. I'm like, what? Like I use those <laughs> for time. I used to burn, like have movies burned on them. Like I yeah. know what a CD is. Yeah, we. I feel like we we knew everything. 
2000 to that yeah like we kind of knew everything yeah, i got cut off i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like cds record players mm -hmm. um because in a sense we're kind of like 90s kids but we're not we're, ju we're just on the edge yeah we're like just on the edge the final drops of 90 ki 90s kids i don't yeah. consider myself a 90s kids but a 90s kid but um i definitely had like a lot of their lifestyle mm -hmm. leak into mine for a little bit mm -hmm. and i think even like growing up during those early 2000 years were good for me because yeah. having so much technology around me now it's definitely like i'm addicted to my phone i know bro me too and i used to play like street hockey every day i used to go outside every day like yeah. with my friends and as soon as like let's say minecraft came out I was, oh man I that's that's really when day. it started for me too yeah minecraft i would i would actually get like bothered when my friends would ask me to go outside yeah and looking back on it, i'm like damn like wow i know it, it, it made me feel some type of way it's kind of sad now right it's sad kinda looking sad. back but i, I can't say i wasted my childhood yeah me too I, at certain points i'd have these like breakthroughs and i'm like oh i do need to go outside you know mm -hmm. i had a good childhood regardless of what i was doing but now kids now like parents yeah. just throw phones in their hands i know right right out of the womb get out yeah. get a tablet yeah ipad baby starts crying you don't yeah. give them a soother anymore bro yeah, you, you put on baby iPad. shark like i know when i have kids i'm gonna make sure like i don't i don't give them technology until like like, like seven yeah no for sure. six years old yeah when they can actually do shit that that's productive too, yeah you know well when i when i was a kid i'd always look at my parents being like okay you've been on for a while get off now and i'd mm -hmm. like be like what the hell like why are you kicking me off i'll never do this to my kids yeah now that i'm older i'm like i, I definitely would mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna just coconut my my kids like every <laughs> <Coconut> hour <mall. laughs> <laughs> anything they're doing fun. i'm gonna have it just drop on them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like yeah, I, I just want I just want my kids like when in the future to just play. Yeah, that, those are the good times. Like mm -hmm. have an imagination, go outside. Like mm -hmm. the one thing I, I think about a lot when I think about child is just feeling the warmth of the sun on me. Yeah, you know? like a popsicle in your hand. Popsicle in your hand. <laughs> just like it's just the element that you feel. Yeah, and that like happiness that I don't think I'll ever feel again. That like youthful happiness. Mm -hmm. You know, life is so different when you're a kid. Mm -hmm. Not that I can never be happy again, but there was like that just that special feeling yeah that, i think that's a lot of reason why people go look back for nostalgia is because they they're chasing yeah. those moments again no exactly mm -hmm. and that's i mean the 80s something that a lot of people now can't directly relate to but mm -hmm. i mean i think that's the time they wish they were in because of the lack of technology yeah the lack of technology i think that's why too yeah look look at the 80s where they didn't have like let's say the internet promoting no. i mean their shit came out and it was promoted like through let's say radio yeah i guess television like television commercials and shit right mm. but they didn't have like social media and shit they weren't promoting no. shit like that so if you take the beatles and put them into like today's age yeah. but like it was definitely a different music they're goaded taste. they're still gonna get like views now but go, go into what you're saying yeah, yeah let's say the beatles came out in today's age mm -hmm. how much bigger do you think they would have been i don't know because of social media i can't say though because like it was a different sound at the time that was yeah. being consumed so i think if you did throw the beatles in like offer it before they had any like notoriety at all mm -hmm. i don't know if they'd be doing the same numbers yeah like, that's the true sound, the sound has changed the sound yeah the sound has changed we, we don't look for indie music as much anymore i think everyone separated themselves off into genres yeah and it's like little niched markets you know that's why when when um ryan mad season was making music with mm -hmm. me, he went he went the indie route yeah and it's not even it's not even a scary thought because people are thinking rap right now is, is mm -hmm. the way to go. But he has that like small area secured mm -hmm. people that want to hear indie music. Right? And that that's that's kind of like a sound that's going to evolve. I see that sound yeah. like exploding. It again. is. And he's played around like he gets experimental. Yeah. You throw a little like weird sound here and there. Mm -hmm. like, people are going to eat it up eventually. Do you think, do you think hip hop's going to always control from now on? Um, 
I mean, I think there's there's something in hip hop that just that just makes you happy. Yeah. Like eight oh eights. It's just a party environment, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the most popular music will be whatever is played at events, whatever is played mm-hmm. when you're having the best times with your friends. So I think hip hop will hold it down for a while. Yeah. But like psychedelic music, hyper pop, still considered hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Um, EDM kind of died out it died out remember that time like everyone was listening to skrillex and shit Bro, like, I, I, used to, I used to do that and my yeah, mom yeah. would never let me go to these festivals yeah because they didn't <laughs> yeah and as soon as they became popular i'm like i don't care anymore yeah i know like i've had people be like oh come develop i'm like okay i i will like for the fun of it but i'm not like it's not the same i'm not as eager as they are i don't yeah. know how they feel this this excitement like oh let's go to velvo you ever been to a rave though uh indirectly i shot um photos for this like underground oh event. true, true yeah. i consider it a rave <laughs> i went i went to like a hardcore rave in, yeah. in arizona arizona <laughs> yeah in arizona how was that Damn, they're crazy they, 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 they turn look off fun. they look fun i'm not bashing them they turn anymore, off though yeah no but like it, it's it's a crazy vibe because i'm not the biggest fan of edm but when i was there i was a fan yeah no well when i went to this event i was just there like solely to take pictures Mm -hmm. and it was like kind of a punk crowd yeah like um i don't know they're they're just very like punk if you look back at punk bands and their their audience yeah back in the days this is exactly who was there Mm. but the the genres of the artists were not similar at all you got from edm to rock music to indie Mm -hmm. and when the edm came around it was this dj that was deaf so he can't hear sound he can just hear frequencies and basses so he was just playing these random noises random like 808s buzzes and it to me it sounded amazing yeah yeah but until you're like introduced to that you never know right so Mm -hmm. it's different it's different yeah that is different though i feel like it's so hard to predict what's coming next it's hard in a sense but you can see it on the come up if you if you really like dig deep okay but would you agree with me that trends trends they die so fast now yeah social media boosts them it's like I don't even know how to how to explain it. It's like shooting a ball up. It comes down so yeah, quickly. Yeah, it's so quickly now. Like before a trend would would hop off like maybe yeah. after a few months, but now it's even like a couple yeah. weeks. Well, that's why I feel a lot of people like lose that that trend that they're they're having like I think a good example of someone who took their following and kept it going was Leitner. Mm-hmm. We both know Leitner. He he got like his fame started on TikTok. Yeah. And he could have stayed on TikTok and mm-hmm. his follower count dwindled down a little bit, like his audience dwindled down, but he took them to Twitch. Mm. He took them to a, a longer lasting platform. I think that was like yeah. a genius play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like marketing and, and fame, social media influence is a game. Mm-hmm. It, it depends how you want to play it. You right? have to be a smart player. You have to know what, what works and how are you gonna how yeah. are you gonna move in that. It, it's not even really a gamble. Like people think you're going off on a whim. Like some people just shoot their shot and yeah exactly. You know what's one of the biggest reasons I started this podcast though? No, tell me. This is gonna blow your mind, but like it's gonna like kind of see it differently. I'm gonna get ready on the butt. <laughs> Alright, Wico Studios, right? Yeah. That was the main thing I was focused on. One thing I was always working on. That was my biggest thing. It was it was pretty much the podcast, but yeah. my only thing, right? And it was a lot of physical work. I remember. A lot of physical work. Now, when I was doing Wico Studios, mm-hmm. I saw it as I'm making this product. Yeah. And I'm I have to pay people to promote my shit. Mm-hmm. I have to pay influencers to promote my shit. Right. Right. Now I'm like, how can I flip the script? Mm-hmm. How can I change it so that I don't have to pay these people? And I have a constant flow of attention coming in. Right. And I can still sell my product. Yeah. I've, I've seen you do it too. Both page to post. This podcast. Hold up. <laughs> so I just took that in. But you, you've always had this like podcast personality. So it was like almost taking a yeah, skill. It's, and- it's almost, it's, 
it's almost like it's just a it's it's meant to be yeah it was meant to be for me for sure you're you're like a genuine person to talk to and even i think in high school we talked like very few times but yeah. the times we did it's like any of our conversations could be on podcast yeah that's right like you, you almost wish there was a camera following you around and sometimes yeah bro some of the conversations are great man i i really i really wish i started a, the podcast like back in high school because i had yeah. some conversations that were kind of like it's kind of deep still yeah but i get again like it, when you hopped into the podcast scene it was the perfect time mm -hmm. like i feel like if you changed anything it might not have gone the same way you might have gotten to the to the place you are now but the, mm -hmm. the growth was so drastic yeah but it's again you played your cards right yeah you came in smart you did your research like we've had talks about mm -hmm. certain things to to grow stuff like yeah like yeah. on on some game shit like with marketing like yeah that's what i always study is the marketing bro. yeah i always study like what is my industry? What is my field? It's like a basketball player. Mm -hmm. Like you have to know like what plays are going to work. Yeah. Like how can you, you can improve your shot, how you can improve yeah. the layout, how you can move around somebody. Yeah. It's the exact same thing in your industry. You just have to realize that. Right. Like, let's say, let's say you're a rapper. You have to know what strategies work, what strategies yeah. don't. As a designer, you have to know how can I make a design better? How can I come up with the best ideas right. at certain times? How can I like yeah. kind of plan ahead? Right exactly it's the exact same thing with marketing bro yeah. but in my opinion i think marketing is the most powerful no it is it is there there are times where like even i'm thinking of ideas and i'm thinking i need to talk to carlos about this mm -hmm. because you you've got marketing down to a t respects bro respects not like <laughs> you got it up <laughs> um you just you've taken the time which a lot of people don't this is like even back to the first thing we talked about starting mm -hmm. a brand take the time to learn educate yeah. yourself mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people are like jumping into the water, not knowing how to swim. I know? know, I know. And they start drowning and they get out, but you're just, you're leaving, you're yeah. giving up on it, you know? So if you, if you really take the time to do your research, um, I think it, it'll be a, a lot smoother of an entry. Mm -hmm. It just takes a load off at the end of the day when you're running a business, um, at least in my opinion, you're just trying to make the most stressless, um, moves, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Cause it's always a learning experience. It Any, is. anything you do is a learning experience, yeah. right? Like yeah. there's going to be times where it may not have worked at first, yeah. but from that, you realize what didn't work. Mm -hmm. Then you use what works. Yeah. Like you find out what does, what doesn't. No, for sure. Right? And it, if you're losing money, I think in general, instead of getting discouraged, you really got to think like, what, what more can I do? What could I have done better? You know, to exactly. Fix it. Yeah. A lot of people just. They take an L and they're like, all right, I'm going to just hold it mm. and tr try something else. But you see that L, you study the L. Yeah, you study it. You have to. You watch that L and you, you bend it into a W. Yeah, or exactly. Or you try to. That L, that L might just be an L. Forever. I used to say this in high school. I'm like, we don't take L's, only delay W's. <laughs> hold up shout out bullet rc i got them bullet rc <laughs> they made that up no he, he's he's a he's a sneaker youtuber oh because I mean, he used to always true. take l's on on like sneaker drops like yeah. we don't take l's we, we take delayed delay. w's <laughs> that's jokes but that's it's so true though yeah i think with anyone they can they can make it if they put the time in and i'm not even saying i made it i made it in a small region like mm -hmm. but yeah everybody everybody has the ability to do great yeah like it just takes it just takes them to realize it yeah and i'm on my second year now it's mm -hmm. not like this is my first month at it like yeah the, the recognition i get is because i've been at it for so long mm -hmm. and um yeah i didn't give up when like let's say i was switching the jet like university logo to the new logo mm -hmm. people wanted the jet like university it's really hard to to kind of feed your audience a different food at some yeah. points they're gonna want the same thing over and over especially if that item's like the hyped item mm -hmm. but if you really like ease them into something else they don't even want the old food anymore exactly yeah like now i've tried to drop jet lag university stuff right said like yo who wants it yeah yeah yeah. 
silence crickets mm. they want the new stuff you know because it's always evolving it's all as yeah. you change the market changes too yeah but and then you have to adapt which way are you going to do it you have to adapt but you also have to like move at your own pace exactly if yeah. you let your fans decide everything you do then you're, you're not going to move forward you know you can mm -hmm. take their word but you can also try to show them something better yeah you have to find that balance the perfect like marriage of it yeah yeah for sure because they, they do make your business at the end of the day mm -hmm. like I, I love any, anyone that supports me like i have so much love for yeah, you. yeah no cap like that's what i all i'm i i pray every single night and i always thank like thank you for the support i've received yeah and your audience is amazing like to the point where I'm not even involved in the business end of this podcast, but I'll still scroll through the comments. Word. I'll still look at the comments and just be like, wow, like these people are really showing love for you guys. Yeah, they're like real. You guys are real ride or dies. And I love that. Super like, real ride or dies. And like your comments are funny most. too. So, so many like, <laughs> so y'all are comedians. <laughs> so funny. I mean, there, there's definitely going to be one comment on this, this that's like, oh, Gavin looks different here. <laughs> yeah. Gavin's light skin now. Gavin's light skin. Yo, Gavin. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Gavin, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but thanks for coming in, Jet. No worries, I appreciate man. you so much, bro. Of course. I'm glad to be here. You want to plug anything? Just, just talk in the camera. Go ahead. I mean, you can check out Jet Like Digital. Um, that's my brand. That's what I'm going to be working on for a little now. But other than that, I have nothing to plug. These guys are the, the best podcast so far, and they're, they're on their way up. So thank you so much, Jet, for coming in. I'm going to link all this shit in the bio so you guys can check them out. Thank you for watching Jumpers Jump. Out. Easy, guys.